In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And we are back. And this week, we are bringing you another listener episode. We promised you more li- listener episodes in 2020, and we are delivering. We are delivering. Today, we have Darcy Penny. Yay. Hi, everybody. Hi. Darcy has listened to every episode of Diet Starts Tomorrow and is here to share her own story about health and wellness. She is a mom of two toddlers. A girls a wife and works full-time she is also carly's cousin you may remember carly from being on past episodes and also from running the diet starts tomorrow instagram account follow us and her oldest daughter her older daughter is carly's goddaughter so we're all connected in the great circle of life (laughs) um it's like Teresa and uh dina just like that (laughs) i don't even watch that one but i'm just gonna go with it i'm on i'm finally on the last on second to last season. It's very Congratulations. Thank <laughs> you. You've come so far. All right. So what is the weirdest thing that you do, Darcy? So I am obsessed with the the, the idea of the perfect bite. And if okay. anybody saw this that movie a long time ago, Mira Has Two Faces, she's all about this. And the way that you combine food. So if you have like spaghetti and meatballs, you have to have a piece of the spaghetti. You have to have a piece uh-huh. of the meatball and you have to have a piece of the garlic bread. Like... Otherwise, it just is not the perfect bite. That's amazing. So. And not you just the, got me so excited. That's, so that's, that's not the, it's not that weird. Like if anybody follows Frank Prisonano, I don't know how to Prisonzano. say his last name. Prisonzano. He's like the chef of um, supper. Yes. In New York City, like a bunch of Italian restaurants. He he's the chef and he always he's, he's really like, kooky on Instagram. I can't believe I said kooky, but he always like shows how he makes the perfect bite and it makes you like oh yeah, yeah is this something i should be looking into uh, really it's instagram is a lot <laughs> no i don't need to like oh no i follow him on instagram yeah. because we went remember we went there oh yeah yeah after yeah. your bridal shower we went and oh, there was a blackout I, I have very memory small <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so the weirdest thing you do is that you're looking for the perfect bite yeah i love that it's like constantly constantly Okay, and when you get the right combination of the each piece with the sauce and and whatnot, it's just absolute perfection. And you go, just that's what you were looking for. That is the yummy factor. Does I love that, that slow you down? With does that make you eat it slower? It does. It really does. And that's one of the things that I consciously try to do when I eat a meal is to to go as slow as possible and to be the last one at the table eating. So if you're like combining oh. the food right and you're really thinking you're you're taking your time, but you're also enjoying the meal. It's like an, uh, like, it's like the anti of a race. It's mindful. Yeah. It's very mindful. It's very mindful. Yeah. But like, instead of being the first one done, you're the last one done. Well, you know, if you eat with the queen, you can't eat after she eats. So this only works if you're not eating with the queen. You you can't eat until she, after she's done. Yeah. Oh, that's you know so that? funny. So she yeah. finishes and you just like, if you had you taken your first, done. you have to be done. If the queen's not hungry, like you're fucked pretty much. <laughs> oh my God. I need, that's fun. Yeah. That's a fun game. Yeah. I'm going to instill that with my family. <laughs> that's right. Aileen, stop eating. You're all done. Is that how you get your kids to go on diets? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm totally kidding. joking. I'm kidding. Totally joking kidding. About totally that. kidding. Okay, Sammy, what's the weirdest thing you did this week? Um, This morning, I put my jeans on the heater so that they would be warm before I put them on. <laughs> 
Are you living in a kibbutz? What is this? I, I just didn't no, want to like, put on cold jeans. You I know? think that's normal. So. Oh, like the, not out of the dryer. Like, no. Yeah, like no. to warm them up. Like a, out of the closet. That's very, that's funny. <laughs> that's What's actually weird, really funny. What's the weirdest thing you do or did this I week? I really can't think of something weird. I do a lot of weird things 24-7. Um, what did I do that's weird? I I mean I've been wearing glasses all week. <laughs> I guess it's not like a weird habit. I'm I'm doing a consult to get my LASIK potentially, so I'm wearing glasses all week. And let me tell you, they fog up all the time. <laughs> like I have to wear them working out, and I'm just like laying, like I'm trying to do like a any type of any type, like you're doing a crunch or anything. They constantly fog oh up, and God. like I'm like Matt, I can't see anything. <laughs> Do they fall off off. when you're working out? No, because I got these great glasses with hooks on the (laughs) bottom. What's your vision? Um, Bad. Like it's um, my contact prescription is on negative four point seven five. That's high. I oh know. I'm blind AF. It's really hard. Like when I have to put on if I this week putting on makeup has been so difficult because I have to put the mirror so close to my face. You know, just to even oh, wow. see, like, to make sure I don't, like, put on eyeliner or brow stuff, like, in my nose. I don't know. But <laughs> I guess wearing glasses and just complaining about the fogging has been the weirdest thing <laughs> That has been happening. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Small's to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Okay, Darcy, so tell us about your, I guess, journey with your with your body image, with your weight. I know there's a lot with, you know, your pregnancies that were, that you yeah. know, ties into this. So, so tell us your story. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. So I personally have struggled with my weight for as long as I can possibly remember. Like I can remember joining Weight Watchers at 13 years old and same joining again <laughs> in college and joining again at 25 and doing okay on it and until like I didn't and it was just okay I'm done and and whatnot um and then I've been with my husband for almost 15 years we've been together forever like I started diet out of vanity reasons because we were getting married I wanted to look really awesome on our, our wedding day I wanted to do great things and I just was never successful I started IVF 
after about six months of being married, we, we were trying to have kids. It just was not going well. Um, went for a consult, and we had to do IVF, which in, in vitro fertilization. Um, and that process destroys your body. Really? Like, I gained more weight doing IVF. I did two egg retrieval cycles, and I gained 25 pounds on oh each gosh. one, on those medications. Why? Is it, is it the it's, hormones? It's, they're shooting every single type of hormone into you to get you, like, primed and ready to, like, pull as many eggs as they possibly can so that you would have the most success. Mm-hmm. And the worst I've ever felt in my life was the day of my egg retrieval. Um, I remember, like, feeling I was, like, nine months pregnant. And now I've gone through two pregnancies, and I felt worse on the day of my egg retrieval than I did, like, walking in to go have my babies. <laughs> After having two C-sections, I felt, like, that was the day that I felt the worst. Oh, I, wow. I was bloated beyond belief. I had, like, I was retaining water. Like, I remember, like, the day after my egg retrieval, I was down six pounds. But, I mean, those medications just mess with you. And women, Is that common? It is pretty common. And women who go through IVF, like, they're really warriors. Like it, it's just unreal what we have to go through to have kids. But I always knew I was going to be a mom. I and I was going to do anything possible that I could to to be a mom and to have that family. And I did. I did what I had to do. But it messed with my body, and I was not able to get rid of that weight. And in fact, like in my pregnancies, I only gained like five pounds and ended pregnancy quite often like right at that same number um, that I started and that weight came off pretty quickly I could not get rid of the IVF weight like it was just Uh it was too too hard so when I was pregnant with my second daughter um, something in my head clicked I said you know what I have so much to live for and I have this amazing husband I am now gonna have two daughters I have everything in the world to to look forward to and, you know, to know a little bit more on my personal side of things, my father passed away very unexpectedly at 62 years old. Ugh, I'm it sorry. Was, thank you. It was extremely shocking. It was such a surprise. Um, he had been in a car accident the year before, but he was doing so, so well. Um, and his heart just stopped and, wow. and he was gone. Um, my mother, who I love more than anything, um, is, has been overweight her entire life does not make her health a priority. And I think I was in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I can't do this. It's, it's more than just me, and I have to do something. And my mindset shifted. And I was pregnant. So, like, I, like, I wanted to go and start, like, doing this right away, but I, I couldn't. Right, right. Um, so I, I started researching Weight Watchers. They had a new plan that had come out. It was, like, the freestyle plan. And I was like... I, that looks like it's doable. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think I can do that. And I, when I had Frankie, who's my younger daughter. Oh, that's such a cute name. My yeah, older daughter is Charlie. So it's oh, Charlie and Frankie. I love names. those names. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I had Frankie, I went to the doctor eight weeks after I got clearance. And that day I went and joined Weight Watchers. Oh, great. Um, and it has been such the most amazing program for me. Like, for the first time in my life, I was doing Weight Watchers, not for the vanity reasons of losing weight. I was doing it for more than that. Like I was doing it for a lifelong fitness journey, a lifetime of health, a, like a lifetime yeah. with my children so that in 50 years, I'm there with my with my kids who hopefully have kids at that time, that my husband and I are traveling. Like there was like to achieve all the goals in life that I wanted to do. Did you feel like it was a, a much different mental shift yes. than when you were doing it 
I th- when you were 13 or yeah, in your 20s? Yeah, I think when I was in 13 and I was 20, I just wanted to look better. I didn't necessarily want to feel better. I wanted mm-hmm. to I wanted to look good in a bathing suit. I wanted to like right. feel confident like walking around in clothes. And it wasn't for anything other than that. And now it was like all the reasons that people can't see that I was doing it. Like for to go to the doctor and not get looked at like, oh, you know, you need to lose weight. You know, like <laughs> I just went to one. <laughs> you know, and that's like I was constantly every time I would go to the doctor, they would say some sort of thing uh, about losing weight as opposed to like looking at me. I'm healthy. Like, yeah, if you look at my blood work, my numbers, everything is healthy. But I wasn't treated like I was being I was healthy. Like when I went through the two pregnancies, my OB, who has been my OB since I was 16 years old, like he he knows me very well. Like I got sent very early for gestational diabetes testing because I was overweight, mm-hmm. not because like they saw something. Yeah. They they go, oh, she's overweight. She's going to have a problem. My numbers were perfect. Uh-huh. Like I was healthy, but that's all they saw was was the weight and. So, like, the mind shift for me really changed. Like, I wanted to change everything on the inside for the future. Um, like, I wanted to, to maintain the healthy numbers that I had. And, and it wasn't that vanity reason of losing weight. That's, like, a, that's an amazing factor and a, and a yeah. byproduct of it. But it's all the other things. And I think that's what made the difference in this journey for me. For context, how long ago was that shift? two years ago okay frankie will be two on february 13th so yeah happy birthday frankie she gets a little shout out (laughs) so okay so let's now that we have the overview let's start at the beginning and like really talk about how like what brought you on this journey um so you said you went to weight watchers at 13 so many we did or i'm sure so many listeners have they've reached out and told us that pretty much that same story um, what was your relationship like with food when you were young and like, how did it evolve through college and after college? So the thing with, with me, like I don't have an extraordinarily big appetite. I could personally go all day and not eat like food was not the priority. So the problem that I would then have is that I would skip breakfast, I would skip lunch and then I would have a huge dinner and then I would just be grabbing things here and there. So the, the food that I was eating was not healthy. The portions were not healthy. The way that I combined food wasn't good. Um, I ate a lot of processed stuff. I drank a lot of soda. I drank a lot of high sugar. Like, I consumed my calories versus in drinks. In college, like, I remember stopping Weight Watchers because I was like, there's no way I can maintain my points and go out drinking. Right. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, like, I would go all day and not eat anything so that I can go and have drinks that night and try to stay on program. I was... I was half-assing the program. Like, it's never going to work if, you, if you're, you're not doing it right. So, like, food to me wasn't necessarily, oh, my God, I need to eat. I'm so hungry. Um, like, when I came to, to Weight Watchers this time, the biggest change for me is I eat three meals a day, eat two snacks. I'm constantly eating. I don't let myself get to the point that I'm hungry. Um, because mm-hmm. if I get to that point of hunger, I, I, I overeat. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to make the right choices. So... I, I follow the best schedule that I can, and my life is chaotic. <laughs> like when I was, I have I have two kids. I'm I'm a mom. I work full time. I'm an IT technology sales rep covering New York City and New Jersey. Like I got home last night at 11:30 at night. So wow. like a lot of my food is eating eaten on the run. I just I, I try to stay as prepared as I possibly can. Um, 
Yeah, we get we get listeners and and you know audience members who write to us about that. People who work like night shifts if they're like nurses or yeah, like there's a lot that's very common of mm-hmm. a problem. And I think it's hard to understand if you're not actually your schedule is not it. like that. But it is really challenging yeah. because those aren't situations where you have like healthy whole foods available. Nope. It's like you're grabbing something from a vending machine. Yeah. And you're going on like a or sugar cafeteria. spike. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of um, pre-prep work in, on the weekends that I do. Um, I, I'm really blessed with an amazing partner. My husband um, has stepped up and does a lot of the cooking for us. Um, oh, that's sweet. So we, we do meal planning and, and have a plan for the week. And, and that really, really helps. So, but Did you ever kind of get involved with other fad diets when you were younger? Or was it always sort of that you, I you know, went to Atkins. Same, yeah. You know, and and you know, I, I I love bread. I'm Italian. I love my pasta. Um, like any of those those fad diets, like you know, like let's let's throw a ton of fiber here and whatnot. Like it didn't seem sustainable. Um, so when I looked at like different, like what am I going to do? And like as when I was pregnant with Frankie, and I knew when when that baby was out of me, I am. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this lifestyle change. Like I was researching all the diets and you, like everybody wants this magic diet. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for two weeks and I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like know, how can I lose the weight that I've gained over like my entire life by next Friday? Yeah. You know, like I, I want to go on vacation. I want to wear a bikini like next week. So I need to lose the most amount of weight <laughs> in, in this instant. And, yeah. And how can I do that? And I think that's a, another thing that for me really worked this time is that I didn't go into this as I'm on a diet. I'm going into this as I'm on a lifestyle change. And or you're trying to learn yeah, healthy, new healthy habits. Yeah, I'm trying to do this for the rest of my life. So eating a ton of fiber in a day for the rest of my life is probably not going to happen. Not eating bread and, che- and cheese and only and all the, the keto. Only and, meats. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, I would love to go vegan. I would love to do that, but I love cheese. Yeah, so you vegan can't, cheese you, just isn't and as vegan tasty. cheese is good, but it is just not cheese. It's just not cheese. So, like cheese, like something good about smelly ass <laughs> cheese, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so like I I looked at every single program that I could possibly do, and and I said I'm going to try Weight Watchers. I said I was going to give it six months, and if it didn't work, that I would reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to do anything with with packaged foods. I didn't want to do anything that is completely eliminating anything. Like I, my life is chaos already. Plus, you know, toddler, like <laughs> trying to feed a toddler and and who's super super picky and making a family meal at the same time. Like I didn't want to be a, a, a like the short order cook and have like four different meals going on. That was important to me. So I didn't want to do. Can I say like the other Anything diet names? Want. Okay. Yeah. Like I didn't want to do Jenny Craig where I'm eating like a, a, a packaged meal. Like I wanted yeah. to be able to cook for my husband and I who does not have a weight problem. He just eats a ton of crap all the time. <laughs> and it's like, let's how many cookies can he eat in, in a sitting? So, but I wanted to like the, the health benefits of my life to touch on my kids and to touch on my husband and to touch on those around me. And Weight Watchers gave that to me. Okay. Um, that's great. So when did you do Weight Watchers two years ago? Yeah, joined um, two years. And when you said, I'm going to see how this works for six months, what what were the effects that you were hoping for? Like, what was your expectation? I wanted, I wanted to see a weight loss. Uh-huh. I wanted to see a program that felt sustainable for the, for the future. Uh-huh. Um, and I wanted 
I wanted results. I wanted to see results. If I wasn't seeing results, then I was going to reevaluate and, and change. But I didn't want to say, oh, I'm going to do a month. Mm-hmm. Because, like, everybody loses weight, like, very much at the beginning. And, and then it kind of, like, flounders. And I said, I, you know, you can, I can do this for six months. That's so. great. Did it change your relationship with food at all? Do you think that the the way that that diet is structured it really it it really does Uh, it forces you to eat more cleanly um so now the new program they have like three separate programs and the combinations of of food that's i'm on the purple plan so there's like 300 plus foods that i get to eat so but what does the purple plan mean basically i get a less amount of points for foods that are not so I have to build my my day around like lean proteins fruits vegetables whole grains um because those count as like zero yeah those are zero points and then I only get a limited amount of points to use on on other stuff so so what's the distinction between like the purple plan and like what are the other things so the green plan would have less foods on the free zero point but uh list and then have more uh, points in your day so that it gives them the option like to have more chips potatoes things like that so I really have to eat cleanly to be able to have a, a, a full day of food so like in the beginning they ask you I think right correct me if I'm wrong that like what your goals are and if your goal is to track less for example then or like eat whole, like have a better relationship with food or something, then they might put you on the purple plan because so like the, you are concentrating on like portion size. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's like on the purple plan. You like, so portion size is not an issue for me. Like if I'm if I'm full, I can stop myself. And so for me, the purple plan Good will work. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I I mean, I do. There's if you have a plate of food, and if I get to that satiation point, I can say, you know, I'm I'm done. I I don't need to eat this and push it away. If you can't do that, then that purple plan is not for you. You would want to go on the green plan where you're tracking the points more carefully. So there's the foods that are on my plan. So I can have whole grains. So I can have brown rice, unlimited brown rice. Not on, I mean, and what you have not, to remember yeah. is that you're even still though eating. you're still eating, you're consuming calories. So like you have to be cognizant of the, the amount of food that you are taking in. So just because it is zero points doesn't mean it is zero calories. So like I can have whole wheat pasta, mm-hmm. um, whereas on the green plan, like a cup of whole wheat pasta would be five, six points. Like, I think their, theor- their, their theory is that if, they, if you're allowing yourself to have it, you won't over and exactly. over go over and just can and you can have it every day it's a theory yeah Yeah. question so what what did your what happened with your relationship with like working out i understand you got more so i was not into fitness at all um i am very 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 self-conscious um especially in in working out with in front of people so the gyms are intimidating to me because not only do I not know what the heck I'm doing and in, in most of them I'm just convinced that everybody is staring at me and 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 laughing at me so um I started activity in in a way that I could now I have two kids so I strapped on the baby in a baby <laughs> carrier I had my toddler in a stroller and I'm like I'm gonna go walk around the block today and, that's great and that's uh, it was a struggle. It truly was a struggle. And the next day, I'm like, I'm going to walk around the block two times. And then just went a little bit more each each and every day. Um, and about a month or so into to doing that activity, I was like, I'm, I'm doing this. I got this. I can do a little bit more. 
And I started thinking about the gym and like my heart was be racing. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, I don't want to. Plus like, when am I going to go? Like I work 12 hours a day when I'm Mm -hmm. not working. I'm with my kids. Like my, my schedule is insanity. Like, and I also, because I'm a salesperson, I'm home-based when I'm not visiting customers. Every day is different. Like, so like some people can go, like I have a nine o'clock, I'm going to go to the gym at eight and then I'm going to go to my, my work and then I'm Mm going to come home and I can go to the gym at this time. I don't have that. Um, I found Peloton. Um, oh yeah, I'm on the Peloton. <laughs> I know um, train. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, I, I was terrified to try it. Yeah, um, I like stalked their website for for weeks. I probably did the instant chat with them twenty times, <laughs> saying like, <laughs> "What is? Can I actually do this?" And then I got my tax refund, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go for it. <laughs> that's like, a good use of it. That's a yeah. good use. So yeah. I got it. Um, I ordered the bike. My first ride. I think I got seven minutes of a, a 20 minutes ride. And it was like, I hopped off the bike and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Good thing they have the return thing. Yeah. But, but you didn't. I didn't. And I the next day I shot for 10 minutes and I got 10 minutes. And then I just, I, I shut the leaderboard, leaderboard off. Like that's a big thing on the Peloton. Some people, yeah, it I turn really off motivates them. Yeah. I'm like, I am totally at the bottom and I cannot compete. So I shut it off and I right. look at the results afterwards. Like my goal was always to do a little bit more each day. And I got, I got great at it. Good, good job. <laughs> like not great, yeah. but I'm, I'm better. Like I was able to do 30, 45 minute rides. I was kind of in the middle of the pack. I was doing well. Um, and the fact that it was at home was such a big thing. Like I could do this in the comfort of my home with nobody watching me. Um, I could do it at you don't need five a in the morning or yeah. nine o'clock at night. I can do it in between conference calls. Like that was was the ability, like and the amazingness of it for me. Something that I think that you do really well is um, like kind of small goal setting. Yes. Like like I think a lot of people give up because they're like I can never do a forty five minute class. So they're just never they never they. Because they're trying to go from zero to forty-five, yeah, mm-hmm. and think like, oh, if I if I do this once, or and it's so horrible, I'll just quit after. But I think it's really amazing that you you know you start with once around the block, then it's twice. You start with seven minutes, then yeah. it's ten minutes. And I think that we all should sort of look at the things we struggle with in that way. Like just getting a little bit better does count, and it does matter. And now, like you say, you're good at it, and it and it brings like compassion around your own yes around yourself and what your abilities are i am like the voice inside my head i'm so mean to myself um same it's it's such a struggle and like i i hear it talked about on on here all the time like you know would you would you tell your best friend what you're telling yourself and and no like so i try to think with my best friend's voice in my head saying you know what you can do this and you're worth it and and give yourself a little bit of kindness and compassion have you made progress with that i I'm better than I was, but I'm I'm still s- still not great. Um, but I stop myself, and mm-hmm. when when those thoughts start going super negative, and it's usually in the middle of a workout when I'm saying that I can't do it. <laughs> well, because uh, it hurts, yeah. it's and it's hard. hard. But then when you're done, then you're done. You're like, you do yes, it. I'm a warrior. I can do anything in, that I try. And look what I just did. And I, I started. I bought the Peloton tread as well. Oh, so, you d- oh both. Wow. Yeah. So a year after, like not having me. the. <laughs> Where do you have this room? Uh, well, I live in the suburbs. Okay. So oh, I'm going there. Yeah. I, I told yeah. Matt from Live, I'm like, I'm only going when you move there. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, what I like about Peloton, not this isn't a Peloton ad, but 
that they do have classes for 10, 15 yes. minutes, that it is, it feels welcoming. Like for me, before I got it, I was like such an extremist. I was like, I need to do a 45 minute class or nothing and like things like that. But then I was like, like 45 minutes is now too long. Like this class is way harder yeah. than and there's anything so else. many days that I do 10 minutes here, 15 minutes yeah. there, 10 minutes there. And like, it makes you feel okay. It does. And it's yeah. like, there's times like the days I'm working from home, which I love about the, tr- the treadmill. I'm like, I hop on and I do, I walk while like talking on the phone. Um, so yeah, it, it just having, having it there, having it available to me, having all the different types of classes and all the different instructors. And I need somebody to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Like the, a, a person, you have the personal trainer and they're sitting there telling you, okay, run two minutes, stop, take a break. Okay. Run on a hill. Let's go like, and, and ride, Same. let's do the climb. Like I need that. And in my home where nobody is watching me because you know, obviously that, like the self-consciousness is still there did you ever have an experience like going to a class or a gym that made you feel like this specifically or do you you, I just always feel I've just always felt self-conscious like from middle school gym class like you know Mm -hmm. I you know I had a gym teacher who like was forcing me to run a, a mile in 16 minutes and I couldn't do it and they always put us on such display us, right yeah they did it's like it's like everyone go run oh now do a push-up in front of yeah. the whole class or do the, a pull-up in like, front of the whole class or like that uh, fitness assessment the, where the they tried to say fitness i hated that thing if you go to a day. pull-up or like far high yeah. see how far you could stretch it was like f you i can't yeah. stretch no. I, that was the only thing i could do was stretch i was like i'm so good at the stretching like like i can really touch my toes yeah but yeah no do a pull-up i'm like i can barely even hang from this bar same so yeah. I the the one thing that uh I in on my fitness journey that I'm really, really now working towards, I need to do more strength work. Like I can do cardio. Cardio mm-hmm. is especially Peloton makes the cardio so easier. Um and with that, now I've started doing the strength work. They have and strength that, stuff, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm trying to do more of the boot camps and I I struggle with a modified push up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need yeah. I need to get get but better you can at use this. The same kind of yes. formula starts. Do yeah. one modified. Do exactly. Two modified. Like I'll do the push-ups against the wall to start. And yeah. Like now my goal is like I'm doing the modified. You have to start on, the, on my knees. Yeah. So I'm working towards it, and and I um it's getting better. That's awesome. That's great. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code D. DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company. 
fit for all times. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I feel like we should go back to the whole IVF yeah. piece because I feel like that's, I mean, that was the impetus for all the, of it, right? Yeah. Um, talk us through like, also, what was the emotional journey? Like even just deciding, that, figuring out that you had to go through it. I will say that I'm truly, truly blessed that when it came to IVF, my husband at the time was um, working for the state. So we had an amazing IVF coverage. So to go and find out that we had to do this, like that mental like anguish that a lot of people have to go through of how are we going to afford this? How are we going to do that? Like that piece was taken out for us. Going to the doctors um, and and our our issue was male factor. So um, they're sitting there telling they're telling me like, oh, everything is going to be fine. You're going to do great. At the same time, they also were saying your weight could be an issue. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like that could be a problem. There was talk of me possibly having to lose weight before starting. But then it turned out, okay, it's male factor. We can jump right into IVF. You have the, the coverage. It's it's just overwhelming. What's male factor? So the issue is with, with my husband. Sperm. Okay. So another place where women mm-hmm. get fucking screwed in society is that like you have you have the problem and i have to go through this very painful weight gaining surgery thing and (laughs) my biggest one of my biggest fears before ivf i'm afraid of needles oh no i am terrified of needles and now you're about i have to go for blood work four times a week i have to get poked with five different types of needles and like we went through everything and like my husband would be in charge of, of all the medication and I would lie on the bed with a pillow over my head, like biting my fingernails and like saying, just don't tell me, just do it. <laughs> I feel your pain like right now. Like Ugh. it was, it was horrible. But now it's funny because I've gone through it and I can seriously go get blood and I'm like, okay, um, I need the small butterfly needle. <laughs> my, <laughs> you gotta do the full length and it's, my veins are kind of twisted. Like I've done it, I've gotten poked so many times and it's just, it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're up for monitoring four four times a week, every other day. Like I was getting up at five in the morning to go to the doctor to get blood work and an ultrasound. And How long did this last? So the egg retrieval, 
It was so about probably about a month. You go usually on on the third day of your cycle, um, and then you go for twelve days of. For me, it was about twelve days of of pokes and prods, and then a couple days after that, you trigger and you go for the egg retrieval. Um, what does it mean to trigger? Uh, it's just the the a drug to release the eggs so did that you, they're can able to get them. Do you see that post Amy Schumer did of like literally yeah. her stomach? Yes, uh, or like her. I'm area. so proud of her that she did that because. No, everyone just says, oh, I did IVF as if it's like I, I like went to the bathroom. No, like it's, it's this massive it's a thing process and it's exhausting and it's hard. It's physically you feel really, really alone. And I love Amy Schumer for talking about it. I love like Robin Arzon from mm-hmm. from Peloton um, froze her eggs and she talked about it. Not enough people talk about it. And for sure. and it's like there's so much stigma around it like there's something wrong with me like i can't i can't do this and i need help everybody should go out and talk about it because this amazing science and this amazing group of people are able to help you achieve your dreams like there's also reasons to do ivf that are not because like someone can't have a baby like i know i have a friend who's doing it now because of like genetic testing like they they match for some some carrier or something and so they need to do it this way and yeah, there, there's so many, so many reasons. I, I have a friend that I've met through IVF. They went through IVF. Her husband had testicular cancer as a child. So, oh, wow. Um, like for them to have children, it was extremely difficult. Like this is there for a reason. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with going out and saying, I'm doing IVF. I'm doing everything that I can to achieve my dreams. Like I, I want to be a mom. Like that was my, was my goal. And this is how I'm, I'm going to become a mother. That's I would love for us to really work on changing the conversation around IVF. I know this I is totally an aside, that. but like I think that yeah. it needs to be spoken about with the seriousness that it yes. actually, what it actually feels like for people. You're taking a month out of your life. You still have to go to work, like mm-hmm. worry about your daily self. Mm-hmm. Make, so in many cases, people have a child while they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, it's like a real surgery. It's not. A, it's not something to be taken lightly. And yeah. going back for the second was, was, so much harder because now like when you're going through the first one like my husband was at every appointment with yeah. me yeah. he was able to hold my hand you know and when we went back for number two and I had to do another full egg retrieval so wow. um it like we started the process from the, from the beginning now every appointment I'm going is at five o'clock in the morning and my husband has to stay home because we you, you can't bring children into the waiting room um it, that's out of respect for the people who don't have children yet because wow. it's really hard for them to see children so my husband has to stay home with charlie and now you feel so alone it's like it you're it's dark and you're driving to this fertility clinic to get your blood working to get an ultrasound and you're sitting in a waiting room by yourself and you're like why why do i have to do this like yeah like there's a lot of unfairness in there and, and the, the mental stuff that you go through, like, ugh, why does it have to be so difficult? Like, why can't this be easy? Like, why? There, there's so much there. Yeah. I mean, and and I'm sorry. Go well, on. I just, I just want to say I have, I have two friends who just literally one just texted me. She gave birth like just now. Congratulations. Um, and then I have a friend who was pregnant at the same time as her gave birth a few days ago. And she was. One of them had a really easy pregnancy yeah. and one of them had like a very, very difficult pregnancy. I and she was literally saying to me the other day after our other friend gave birth, she's like, I don't understand why mine was so hard and hers was just like, she was fine the whole time. I was, mm-hmm. I had very yeah. difficult pregnancies. I had, uh, 
morning sickness through the entire thing. Like I, I yes. lost 15 pounds in my first trimester from throwing Pinking. up as much as I did. Um, so then I only like, I gained some of it back, but I ended both pregnancies weighing less than when I started because of the morning sickness. Wow. I couldn't, I couldn't eat anything. That's wow. crazy. It took three I also think it's cr- like talking about all of like how hard it is just to mm-hmm. go through that, both em- emotionally and physically. Like then you have the whole like weight gain thing and then you f- make you set yourself feel bad about that. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's because of the stigma around mm-hmm. it. And like this still, still, despite all of this body positivity, women are expected to bounce back. And like there's such little compassion for women who just, just did this extremely tremendous thing which is like carry a child for almost a year (laughs) like just every time you look in the mirror you have this incredible baby growing inside of you and you have to take care of that baby you have to take Mm -hmm. care of yourself and you're constantly thinking about two things it's like and then on top of that, we have to we have to look amazing when we leave the hospital. You have to leave the hospital yeah. and Looking feel like great, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's that crazy to me. That to me, like, is the most shocking thing. Right? And like, no one talks about how Kate Middleton is wearing like a diaper because she's like been <laughs> bleeding for days and will continue to for it, another two yeah. months. You you can barely walk, but you know you you need to have lost twenty five pounds from walking in the hospital to to getting out. I mean, I went back to work after six weeks. Jesus, wow. and. I mean, don't get me started on family leaving America. Like, it's it's terrible, and like not going back was not an option. Yeah, like, and yeah, yeah I, for most people, it's it, not. You, you can't like I had six weeks, and that was with my with my second daughter. With my f- first daughter, with Charlie, like I, they told me I could take two weeks. Have you ever thought of changing your career? <laughs> no, no, no. I I truly, truly, truly love what I do. Um, I've landed at a company like I, I left the first company okay. because of, of their response. I left while pregnant um, wow. because they were like, you can take two weeks. And if you don't, if you take any more time than that, two weeks, that's two like weeks. illegal. It's, it, they said, okay, here's, here's where they, they were not illegal is that they said you would have your job. We're going to take your accounts. Oh my God. So that's I manipulative. Would, yeah. So I would, would have come back and not had those accounts and and I was just like uh, I'm done the next company was was phenomenal like I had I I had the six weeks off but if I didn't go back in six weeks I'm a salesperson most of most of my stuff is in commission when you get paid on a base only on your your disability it's hard to live so I did go back after six weeks because I needed that um, but the company I'm at now, I, I, and I know that they have a phenomenal policy. I would oh, never great. leave. I love, I, I mean, love my company. I just have to commend you on your bravery of leaving a job mid- while you're pregnant. Like the that, stress, that's like unheard of. That's unheard of. The stress that they were putting me through was unsafe. So having learned all these lessons, had these experiences, had this sort of follow you your whole life. What do you hope that your daughters take away from, what do you hope to convey to them about a healthy lifestyle, about you know, all these things that you've learned and been through. So I look at their relationship with food. Like I, 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 I swear it's, I don't want to get my fucking issues into them. So like I give them a cookie, I yeah. give them two cookies. I don't give them 10. Like I let them have treats like Charlie. She would rather have an apple than candy lucky charlie like she's she but she'll she'll eat her cookies it's all to me to them like i want i want them to have the balance um 
I don't want them to to think about it as much as as possible. Um, but the and it's one of the reasons that I love to Weight Watchers. It has changed the way that I eat. I eat more cleanly. I eat more whole grains. I eat more fresh. We make dinner almost every single night. What I'm trying now to do is less chicken nuggets for them and more that you're eating what we're eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want them to know it's okay to, to indulge, but not every meal can be an indulgence. And, and that's one of the things that is super, super important to me. It's all about balance. It's also amazing that you're modeling phys- physical activity for them. So even though you're not going to the gym, it actually <laughs> might be kind of like a blessing in disguise because they're going to see you being active mm-hmm. Charlie, regularly. Charlie loves to jump on the treadmill when uh-huh. it's not on and she yeah. goes, I'm mommy. Oh. And it's like making that like, and she's that's running great. and it's super, super cute. So that is, that's also a really important thing. Like they, it, I want them to, to talk about how, how their mother is, is doing these things. And I'm, I'm starting to train for like a 5k and maybe a 10k like I, I want them to to be proud of me um and and look at me like I I do a lot I work I am trying to get that balance of fitness but I want them 20 years from now to know that they can do the same thing they can be a mom they can work full-time they can have the balance in life and they can they can do anything that they want well, you're definitely showing them a good example. And Thank I think that you. really the most important thing you can do Thank is you. just do it. Just and then do. they'll see it. And then it'll sink in. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. That's, that's the hope. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I think we can do a listener email now. Are you ready to answer someone's question? I'm answering their question. Oh, well, we cool. all are. Okay. <laughs> Give your input. I will. Okay. Do you want me to? Yes. Go, go ahead. For it. All right. Hey, Aileen and Sammy. Love the pod. Thanks for creating a great space for learning and also ranting slash venting about health and wellness. I'm having a problem with one of my friends. We've been friends for over 10 years, but she annoys the shit out of me when it comes to (laughs) health and weight. She's always complaining about how she needs to lose weight to get under a very low threshold. This 
the, the, re- the listener is um, writing in. By the way, she plans on doing this by starving herself. I've been on Weight Watchers for... Oh, another Weight Watchers. Wow, Weight is Watchers is awesome. <laughs> this isn't sponsored. <laughs> I've been on Weight Watchers for two years actively trying to lose weight and have made amazing progress. 35 pounds down but I'm also looking to lose another 10 just so I can have a quote-unquote normal BMI my friend tweeted a few weeks ago about how her size 2 dress she bought was too big and of course she shouldn't have trusted the sales associate by telling her she's a 2 I'm sorry what (laughs) you really need to tweet about how you are a proud size 0 and anyone who tells you otherwise is a moron she has body dysmorphic disorder, so I feel like a huge asshole calling her out when she talks like this, but it's so frustrating for me given that I've actually been overweight my entire life. Any advice here? I don't want to offend her bod. No, BBD. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend her BDD, but I can't stand listening her, to her. Thanks. BDD is body dysmorphic, body dysmorphic disorder. disorder. I thought it said bod oh, because yeah. the D looks yeah. like an O in like all caps. It's like her bod. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, this is definitely hard. I'm sure there are so many people out there with friends like that aren't like supportive of their own struggles. Um, So I feel you. I mean, I think the most important thing to understand about this person is that she has she has a real problem. She this is like imagine if she had like a, a physical illness or like this is a it seems like I'm not a therapist, but it seems like she has a real problem Um, and really. I don't know if it's your job to point it out or solve it for her, but or or even kind of convey to her that this is what you perceive as what's going on. Um, but I think the most important thing you have to do is protect yourself from this, whether it, by setting boundaries basically with her when she speaks about certain things. Maybe this isn't someone who you, you know, you've been friends for a long time, but maybe you can like kind of cool your friendship for a little bit while she is is trying to, deal with these things if it's really triggering for you because ultimately at the end of the day you have to protect yourself and your own mental health and your own relationship with your body and this all this is really if this is really taking the toll on you that it is um you ha- have to put some boundaries in place i agree and i think that like if somebody was doing this to me i think that at first i would try to like sort of set the standard that i'm not going to have a conversation about this but in like a friendly way like i'd be like oh stop you're you're beautiful and then let's say she brings it up again just change the topic and like keep training her that that's the way these conversations are going to go and then I think that she will create either create distance from herself or from you or bring it up and then that's where you can say like I don't think what is happening is necessarily like I'm worried about what's happening yeah there's no there's nothing wrong with setting boundaries with your friends and if she is is causing you stress and causing heartache and issues for your personal fitness journey there's nothing wrong with saying hey i need to take a step back on on talking about weight and food and these things with you and i think you need to do the same yeah definitely definitely email us guys like if you have like issues like this we're here to support you like i'm sorry if you're going through something like that it's very stressful if you yourself are having your own if you are or or have have graduated out of ha- having a, your own disorder and you yourself are working on how to better your own health and then you have someone who's kind of bringing you down I think like a hundred percent like email us um, and if you also maybe if it gets really bad I think that you could um, maybe speak to their, her family or do something a little bit more about like if you have t- real concerns about her health 
Yes. So email us at DST at Betches.com. Yeah. If you are looking for advice on that. All right. It's time for non scale wins. Great. I love him. Should I read the listener? Yeah. Okay. Dear Sam and Aileen, first, I'm a huge fan of the DST podcast. So that's our non-scale win. Your podcast <laughs> is my favorite to listen to while I'm working out. And you guys have honestly inspired me to do five more reps, five more minutes on the elliptical, etc. I've also learned a lot about fitness and health since I started listening. So I'm extremely grateful to be able to listen to hu- two huge advocates for physical and mental health every week. Now on to my non-scale win. Although born and raised in New York, I moved to Germany about a year and a half ago for work. My job is about two miles away from my apartment, and in true New York fashion, I started walking there every day when I first moved. However, once I realized that the bus could take me from my street directly to work, it was easy to get lazy. After coming back from visiting home for Christmas, I felt like I needed to be more active here, so I bought myself a bike. My non-scale win is that I managed to bike to work instead of taking the bus every day for a week now, which is a great way to get some cardio in every morning and evening. I'm determined to turn this into my regular means of transportation now. Keep doing great things with DST, and I'm so excited to hear all the new episodes to come in 2020. Best, Nicola. Bikes are also good for the environment, so... Yeah, that that was awesome. It's also fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Okay. What is your non-scale win, Darcy? So being invited to talk on the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, I, yeah. I was so honored and, and appreciative to be able to share my story and, and hopefully help at least one person. That was my goal for this, but. That's great. I'm sure yeah. you will. So awesome. Yeah. We're happy to have you. I think there's, you talked about a lot of things that are, you know, people really would be interested in hearing. I think especially, you know, your IVF journey. It's rare that you get such candidness about it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you. What's yours? Mine. Um, okay. Mine. I what I, so I'm went to a primary care, doc, like whatever yeah. to get a, I don't know what I would check up, check up. <laughs> um, yeah. And well, cause I got, um, cause I went on Rusty's sick insurance. So I was just like getting all my doctors in. Um, so I went and she like, I'm like, just, you know, happy. Like she's talking. I'm like, not really having any issues. Knock on wood. And she's like, Oh, like your weight. And I was like, here we fucking go. <laughs> yeah. And she, she, she mentions it. I was like, listen, like I'm, I'm like really healthy. Like I'm, I, you know, I've been doing this my whole life. I give her a little spiel. It was so weird for me to like have this conversation now having had like the experience of talking about health and wellness now for like this past year and plus. It was very bizarre talking to a doctor about it. She's like, okay, well, you know, and she gives me like all this little advice, like maybe have one less drink. And I was like, all right, <laughs> let's like, just end this. You. I was just yeah, like, let's helpful. end this spiel. My fucking career. <laughs> so... Then, so she leaves, she hands me this packet and I'm going through this packet and the packet's the first page, the first page says all your like vitals and shit. By the way, like I got all my test results, like I've clean, like clean bill of blood and my, my cholesterol, my, my um, blood pressure, all of it is pretty chill. So then she, so then I look in the second page of the packet and it's like how to make a plate like vegetables half <laughs> oh vegetables one quarter protein one quarter like carbs i was like all right let's keep moving and then i keep the next page and it's like it's like all this like generic very like top line advice as if like i did not just tell her that i've been struggling <laughs> with this my whole life and i've actually made making like strides to 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 be a healthier person like she's the advice i really like this doctor she spends a lot of time with me but by the way i was very i was very pleasantly surprised you know usually they come in and out and she was like spoke a lot of time explaining things to me but then i'm like going through this packet and it's like all of this shit 
I was like, this yeah. is a joke. So then the medical, sorry, this is a long line skill. <laughs> but the medical assistant comes in and she's like taking my blood and I'm just like, I'm like, this is this is funny. Like to me, like I'm like yeah. better, easier said than done. Like I'm like scoffing, you know? And but you're like, you think this is the first time I've heard this, this bitch? <laughs> and, this girl, and this girl's like, oh, please don't. T-. She's like, don't tell me. Like, I mean, I just... She's like, that's not what I've been going through this whole year. Like, I was obsessed with soda my whole life. Soda, soda, soda. So I, like, so the doctor gave me advice to cut it out and just start drinking tea. And so I've been doing that. I was like, oh, how is that going? And she's like, you know, like, actually really well. Like, I, I cut out soda and I was drinking tea. And then now I'm moving on to water. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, I'm so proud of you. That's, like, such an amazing win. And I was also like, so I that was this is one half of my win it was like my conversation with her like it felt kind of meaningful because I wouldn't have like talked about it, the packet had it not been for this podcast and we had like a connection right okay but then after the doctor so I'm like flipping still flipping through this packet on the subway <laughs> how long is the packet this like five to six pages about ways of being a healthier person like like walk up the stairs Oh, take there the was stairs. a graph. Oh, yeah, my problem is there the was stairs. A gra- well, I did take the stairs today because of this fucking packet, but there was a graph that was like, <laughs> or like a chart that was like, take the stairs once a day instead of the elevator. That's how many pounds you could lose in a year. To like little changes, how many pounds you could lose in a year. But okay, so I have this packet, I read it in the subway, and then I get home and I throw it out. And I was like so proud of myself for not like letting it affect anything that she said to me, even getting weighed at the doctor, like nothing, like not letting me affect me at all. Like I was not like pinched by it. I mean, yeah, I did take the stairs today only because I didn't have my dog, but like I was doing something like active, but I'm like so proud. It was a huge victory because or win because like I entered that office like with like educated you know and like I went in there like I knew what my weight was like there's no surprises here I know what you're gonna say and like I know what this packet says it's nothing new to me so no sweat off my back thanks guys yeah fuck the packet I would take the stairs more if we weren't like locked out of the stairwell in this uh, office agreed. Like, that's the Such thing I looked annoyance. for the stairs when I would take up. them always Don't, if they were that stupid it's so dumb Sammy what is your win so I have two um, they're both like not that big, but they're they're interesting. Uh, my first is I've been doing solid core, which oh. I really like as a workout. Like I find it to be great. Um, What's that? That's like Pilates, but like in the dark. Like, yeah, Pilates in the dark on a mega former. Um, they call out you know the things, and it's it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just been doing it. I've probably taken like ten classes already, and the first like few minutes of the class, like the first let's say ten minutes is like center core where it's the hardest part it's like your abs and your obliques and like all this stuff and it's a lot of like planking yeah it's a lot of like planking for like a long time slow reps of like really like high resistance movements and so the first like few minutes they basically want you to like plank on your toes with your hands on like the platform or whatever I'm explaining this too logistically, (laughs) which is fine for a few seconds, but like it gets really hard after like a while. And then they say like you can move to your knees. So in the beginning, I was like pretty much on my knees the whole time. (laughs) And now I've just been like length, slowly lengthening the amount of time I can spend on my toes. And I feel like I've been making like a little bit of progress. I still can't do the whole thing on my toes, but awesome more on my toes than before. Small goals. Yeah. Right. Right. And I consciously said to myself, like, I'm not going to be able to like, once I realized like I cannot stay on my toes like nearly the entire time I was like okay well I can just lengthen the amount of time on my toes and I can improve I read this quote that was like the other day I don't remember where I saw it but it was like a little by little a little 
goes a really long way. Yeah. I love and, that. And it's like, you really think about like every little change that you make today, like you keep making and it's tiny. It's celebrating these like tiny wins that we have like and continue to celebrate them a month from now, three months from now, you can look back and say like, wow, I really made these tiny changes and it actually made a huge difference. Yeah. Like I over could time. Do a, I could do a plank for an hour now. <laughs> we'll see. Sam is going to be planking to work. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce on my like yeah. wrist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my second win is that I went for my first dress fitting for my wedding dress. Ooh. And I'll just say that I could have walked out and got married like out of the fitting like the dress fit like it was great awesome but I said to the woman I'm like I plan to lose like 10 pounds like realistically I'm gonna like that's gonna happen she was like why didn't you do that already (laughs) (laughs) she was like she was like you so what am I like she's like we can't keep taking it it was the seamstress not like the woman who I love it yeah you know whatever um she was like you know we can't just keep taking it in until the wedding I'm like I'm like I literally I was like Ha ha, that's funny. Like every bride I know loses so much weight like the minute before their wedding. Uh-huh. She's like, no, they don't. I'm like, yes, they do. Yes, they I do. basically like laughed in her like <laughs> like with not rudely, but like I laughed at all hardcore. Her. I, yeah. I kind of like said it like casually and nicely, but I was like, no. I was like yeah. that I was like, that's obviously false. And don't make me feel about how I look right but now. <laughs> here's the thing. I didn't really feel bad. Like yeah. I felt like I, I literally said I was like, I was like, honestly, like I feel like I would feel comfortable getting married in this dress right now, but I'm gonna lose 10 pounds, so we're gonna alter it. And I was just like, I didn't even like have time for her bullshit. I was just proud of how I like laughed it off, awesome. didn't take it to heart, and I let it just like bounce right off. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Also, like, what kind of no brides are losing their weight and finish three months before their wedding? They're yeah. all losing it like the three days before. They're like not eating. Fuck and like that, those expectations stress makes you lose the weight yeah that's yeah. why that's what i said i was like i was like you're telling me that you don't have brides who lose all their weight like exactly. the month before she's like no i'm like i know that's, that's why false. you do a final i'm fitting. like first of all like, i have a friend with me who got her wedding dress here who was losing her weight up until the last minute yeah look so, at her text messages <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway i thought those were great wins guys yeah excellent um well, thank you thank so you. much, Thank you Darcy, for having me. This was for, so much fun. Yeah, next That's, time come in, bring the kids. I will. Yeah. I love their names. They're, I can't yes. even They're really you. awesome. They're yeah. awesome. And so what do you have going on? Are you going to go on Peloton Bike? <laughs> I have meetings for the rest of the day. Okay. So, and then... Exciting. Hopefully tonight, after the kids go to bed, I'll be on... on who's, your, who's your favorite instructor? I love... On the tread, I love Maddie. On the bike... Well, I love Robin. Robin? both, so... I love me some Allie Love. I do. I love Allie. Yes. I miss the Jess King experience. I think I, it's coming back. I wasn't it's, there. It's kind of insane. Like, yeah. It's just. It's like so, Peloton insider, insider info. You don't even get it. Inside baseball. I, it is. It's great. Anyway. Well, thank you so thank much. You. Everyone email us DST at Betches.com. Go to iTunes right now. Just everyone just stop what you're doing for one second. Go on iTunes and if or Spotify. Like and if you like this podcast, I'm hoping that you if you got to the end, you like it. And leave us a review about why you like it, what it is about this podcast that makes you coming back every single day. We we come back every day. We we spend our time recording and learning and and hearing from amazing people like you like Darcy and we want to keep continuing that and the way that we can is if you leave us a review tell us how you feel 
if it's if it's pot, pot <laughs> just kidding. No, no, just <laughs> give us give us honest feedback in our emails, but a positive praise in the review. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate your feedback. And honestly, like I feel like I've learned here's the non win. I feel like I've learned when I read a bad review how to put it in perspective. Same. And how to we should read mean take reviews. feedback from it, like legitimate <laughs> feedback, and to know what is just like late, like oh, just a person who like they happen to not like me, versus like oh, this is something I can improve on and, and yeah, do better. I loved when we did that on story, the 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 mean sort of like not mean tweets, but mean feedback, mean yeah. reviews. That was, that was really I, it I was enjoyed funny, those. Yeah. right? Especially the one with Carly. It's yeah. way, way to take it back, you know? Right. And then I started reading. I was like, oh, let me read podcast reviews of like ones that I like know are like really good podcasts yeah. and like their hosts are like really legit and they all have like negative comments i'm like yeah. oh like this and then it made me realize like if people don't dislike you they can never really like you other people can't really <laughs> like you either so that's all to say so if you like us, us only a good review. <laughs> leave no, good reviews kidding. yeah and email us the it, honest feedback or dm it would show a lot of support so we love you and um, join our DSC Facebook group. We have amazing conversations popping off twenty four seven. Yeah, and um, and follow the Instagram that Carly runs. That Carly runs. Who is At the godmother of your yes. child? It's all one <laughs> big family. Godmother. It's all one big fam. Yeah. And all right, should we say our sign off? We should. We're always with you through thick and thin. And speaking of thick and thin, we just launched a die starts tomorrow. <laughs> Um, shop like we uh, merch and we have leggings that say thick on one ankle on the back t-h-i-c-c and thin on the other by the way and sports bra, a sports bra and what else and oh big sweat, pasta sweatpants that say big pasta so I anyway, need to get my hands on those go to shopbetches.com I think slash DST I think if not you'll find it um, under right. collections bye bye, bye. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com. Betches.